Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo. We bring you hand-selected hosts, podcasts, and talk radio programming with listening options, 24-7 streaming, or listen on demand. We also feature one-on-one segments with important guests, people who have something to say that you need to hear. And if you have something to say and would like to be featured on the network, please visit speakuptalkradio.com for all of the details or contact us at PR at speakuptalkradio.com. Well, today I'm very, very excited to have a special guest with us. She is an author and her name is Carol Staff. Carol began her writing career in 2014 when she self-published the book titled September's Child. After multiple literary agents refused her book, she taught herself how to become an independent author. And in 2014, independent authors were a relatively new thing. There was Create Space, and that is where Carol taught herself. And she first published September's Child as Carol Staff. She also goes by the name of D.R. Myers. And since 2014, she has found her biological family, which I'm sure we'll touch on in just a moment. And I'm so happy that I found her to share her with you. So welcome to the network, Carol. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here. <laughs> I'm pleased to have you here as well. <laughs> now, D.R. Myers, but you also go by Carol Staff. D.R. Myers is uh, my birth name, my birth initials. Carol Staff is my my adopted name. Got it. All righty. Well, maybe tell us a little bit about your first book. I'm interested in that. It's titled September's Child. Give us a little brief peek into that. <laughs> September's Child was my first book. I'm pretty proud of it. I, I don't, and at the same time, I don't like it at all. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was hard to write that book. Um, it was about, let me give you a little backstory. Okay. I was adopted, and I was adopted into an abusive home. And so my mother, my adopted mother, told me one day when I was older, you need to write a book. It'll be a bestseller. And she said, no, I'm serious, because I laughed at her. (laughs) Well, I wrote the book after she passed away, and I waited until my father passed away, my adopted father, because in the book, I didn't want it to hurt them anybody. So I just want people to understand. So I wrote September's Child. (laughs) No, I can imagine that that was a very, very difficult thing to write because you've got to look back and review all of that, put it on paper and keep thinking, keep thinking. You're wondering what people are going to think when they read it. Yeah, you think people are not going to believe what happened Mm -hmm. because that's the way it's supposed to be. You're You're not supposed to believe um, child abuse like that exists and not in a good family. You know, you think, oh, it's going to happen in a bad family and the family is poor or whatever. No, <laughs> this was a really high up middle class family. So it, it was happening. You know, Carol, that's what strikes me. And I don't want to get into too much into that, but that's what struck me when you said that you were adopted into this family, you would think that the adoption process, I guess you can always trick people, but you know, how does that happen and does it still happen today? Yes, it still happens today, first of all. And it happened, the adoption agency is just, um, they go with getting the child put into a placement. That's it, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. They don't really care about the child. They care about placing the child, and they always say, 
this is good. This is what's best for the, the child. And in my case, it wasn't at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry about that for you. I'm also very proud of you and for you that you could come out and try to help others with your story. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. Now you had another book, Journey to My Past, a DNA adventure. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yep. interesting. Yeah, that was, um, after I took my DNA test, I thought, oh my God, people are going to want to know about September's child. Uh, you know, what happened? Did you find your family? Stuff like that. So uh, as I was going through there, I'm, I marked notes and and I was really getting into that DNA process, <laughs> like day and night. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, I'm going to write about this. So I took my journey and put it on paper. How was that journey for you? Was it a rewarding outcome? What, what did you find at the end of that? It was and it wasn't. I found out that my, I found out who my mother's, what her actual given name was. I only knew her as, on my baptism record, as Sally Johnson. But she wasn't, her, that wasn't her given name, her birth name. So I found out the, my surname, or her surname. And then I found out who my father was by matching up to other relatives. And, oh my goodness, that was a, a journey in itself. Wow. <laughs> Which will bring us to um, Spirit Bond. <laughs> yes, exactly. Your next book titled Spirit Bond obviously has roots in your real life. So share that one. It does. And how this is going to be a tough one because I don't know who believes in spirits and who doesn't. And I didn't believe in spirits in the beginning. Well, I kind of did, but I kind of didn't. Spirit bond was my dad talking to me. I got that bond from my cousin, who is my dad's niece. She called me and we talked about my dad. She said, I messaged her on um, our Ancestry. And on Ancestry... You can message people who are matched up to your DNA. Mm -hmm. So I messaged her, and she said, if you want to know the true story, call me. She gave me my her number, so I called her wow. that night. <laughs> and I could feel my dad beside me. And it was like I didn't want to believe it. But she said, long story short, she said, I'm going to come meet you. I got to go see my sister in Lincoln. I'm going to come meet you. And I have some videos I want you to watch. It's got your dad in it. Wow. So while I was watching that video, she did come. She did, you know, give me the videos and a picture, a couple pictures of my dad. First time I ever saw him, very emotional time. I just broke down into tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... While I was watching that video, I had Johnny Cash playing in the background. And it was a record that I hadn't ever heard. It was Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. I was listening to that. And as that song, that exact song, there were two songs that played before that song. And then as that song started playing, 
my dad entered the screen. Now, it was in the beginning of summer, so my doors were open. It was nice, and my son was downstairs. Nobody was around me. It was just me. And I was in the corner of our room <laughs> with a wall right behind me <laughs> and working on digitalizing this video, this uh, VHS video. I was digitalizing it. And a brush of cold, it just brushed in as from my right side. It, just, it was freezing. It was like, oh, who opened the door? <laughs> But then it just like wrapped around me, the cool, the coolness just wrapped around me and it got really warm and I felt like arms wrapping around me and giving me a big hug. Oh. So it was that very moment, I have tears running down my face. I sat there, I paused the video. I had to redo the whole thing because of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I paused the video and I just looked at him. And he was standing there smiling and like uh, with his brother, I think it was Roy or Ray. I'd, I No, not Ray. It was probably Roy, my uncle. And it was just a really amazing moment. So that was the beginning of Spirit Bond. What an experience <laughs> for you. What an experience. And I do so believe that it was him. I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. That's not, that's not just you making something up. That's that happened. Yeah, it's just a, it was an amazing moment that I will never have again. Yeah. But I'm so happy that I did have it. Oh wow, wow! What a gift, huh? Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> so then, what made you decide to write about that? Dad, my dad did. <laughs> I believe he wanted his story told. Another amazing thing with my dad, I, and the reason that I wanted to do the audio was because the lady, the talented Jesse Caruso, who did my Spirit Bond book, audio book, she, when she was recording, she sent me a message and she said, I'm sorry, I have to redo this because my equipment kept shutting down. <laughs> Apparently, your dad <laughs> wants his story to be told properly. <laughs> that I believe as well. She had to redo her stuff, too. He kept shutting her equipment off. <laughs> just all the little signs, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's just he wants his story told so you know he showed me the way freezing little parts of my computer screen mm -hmm. and I'm a techie <laughs> I'm a techie person so I build computers well I used to I don't really do it anymore I thought my computer was infected or something but it wasn't it was it wasn't the whole screen freezing or the computer refusing to cooperate it was him telling me, no, this isn't the right line. <laughs> Go here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Y you should have him. You should have him down as a co-author. I should. Yes, I should. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica did a really wonderful job with that that uh, audio book. She did his part in a 
she reverbed her voice or something. Uh-huh. I don't know how they what they call it, but <laughs> interesting. She changed her voice and made it sound like a guy, and I was like. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, you do that. <laughs> that's very cool. That that took a lot of work on her part, I'm sure. Yeah. She did a good job. So, um then you self-published all three of these books. I self-published mm-hmm. quite a few books. Yep. Well, that's <laughs> Some right. Some are no longer available on Amazon, but cuz I want to rework them. I'm I'm when I got my beginning I wasn't the best, but I got my word out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a growing process. It is. It is, and I was such a noob. So, <laughs> you also have a fantasy book? I do. I have the Dark Mountain Saga, which is really, really fun. <laughs> but it's getting a rewrite as well. Okay. Where did that um, come from? <laughs> it came when I was writing September's Child, the Dark Mountain Saga. My son. My second to the oldest son said, Mom, you need an escape route because you're getting too wrapped up in your life book that you can't, you're making everybody stressed out. Well, what do you suggest? (laughs) He said, well, how about a fantasy book? You like fantasy. Make one up. (laughs) So so I did. (laughs) I came up with... A warrior and an archer, well, a farm boy who, who does archery, and Lorgans, because my family and I, we kind of all got into it together. We came up with the characters, and my granddaughter came up with a, a, the Lord, our Lorgan, and our Lorgan's name is Chento. <laughs> he's, um, he's a dragon, horse, lion. Ooh. So he has a lion's front. Uh, horse body, dragon back end, and wings. Oh, the dragon with scales on his on his chest. <laughs> so that's Chento. He's he's really fearsome. Oh, I love that it was a collaboration with your family, and I'm I'm understanding where your son was probably coming from. That you were just getting so entrenched in you know, going backwards, and he just thought, you need a break. And I think it's really cool that you brought your family into it. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, and we're not done with it. I did publish it, but I took it down off of Amazon because I wanted to make it better. Mm-hmm. That's okay yeah. to have a work in progress. And now you've got another book, a new book that you're working on titled Relinquished. Oh, Relinquished is already published. It's out? Okay. And that was done with my, yeah, it's out, and it's on Amazon. Okay. It's, um, my sister helped me with that. When I found my sister, my big sister, she, um, she helped me fill in the gaps, and Relinquished was about uh, the beginning, middle, kind of what I didn't know happened before I was adopted. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that the word relinquished is an important word to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, when she, when I found out, my mother told me, my biological mother told me that she didn't give me up, my family did. And so I had to figure out the hard way by searching documents and talking to a lot of family members that no, she was she relinquished me. 
contrary to what she told you? Yeah, contrary to what she told me. She's she's still lying and oh. <laughs> she still doesn't want to face up to what she caused and oh. yeah, it is so yeah. Wow, I, I, I imagine that there's gotta be a lot of forgiveness in your heart as well to try to get through this. There is. There you never forget. Right. I can never forget what I had to go through compared to what my family went through. They didn't they didn't feel what I felt. Right. And that's not fair. But, you know, life is not fair. So you have to forgive or it it swallows you. Mm-hmm. You get sucked into an abyss that you can't get out of. Right. Oh my gosh. Are you in a happy place now? Is life better for you i'm very happy now i have my brother Uh my dad had a son and i have him i'm actually going to go see him uh next week good oh i i also have my sister my big sister i am the youngest (laughs) it's funny because i went from being the youngest on both sides of my family to the oldest on my adopted family (laughs) okay I don't communicate with my adopted family at all anymore because that just put me in a bad place. And I do very much belong with my real family and I feel very loved. So yeah, I'm in a good place. Oh, good. I'm happy. I'm happy. I hope you can stay that way. And, and, you know, just, just the help that you are giving people through your books. What have you found has been the response of folks who read your books? How is it helping them? Well, I do answer several emails. Every email I get, I answer. Every message I get on Messenger, I answer. I respond to. I had a lot for September's Child. A lot of people um, tell me I'm brave and I'm courageous and and I'm this and I'm that. <laughs> but the ones that really stand out to me are the ones who say thank you because you helped me. I was in a bad place. And I read your book and your book helped me. And those are the ones that really stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Spirit Bonds has brought out all kinds of people. <laughs> I, got, I don't know how many messages I got. I had to... to Stop my messages on Spirit Bond because I had people thinking that I'm a psychic or something. <laughs> can you talk? Can you help me with my life? Can you do that? <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm still working through my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you obviously struck something there, you know, struck a common occurrence, I guess. Other people are witnessing these type of things too. So I guess they figured they'd reach out to you to see what kind of uh, advice you could offer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, I clearly stay in the beginning of that book. I am not a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get that. You know, after my mom passed in 2016, the day of and the week, few weeks after, just strange kind of um, energy 
occurrences were happening where I would be cooking in the kitchen and all of a sudden the lights would flash on and off. Now, they've never flashed on and off before and they haven't since then. But, you know, immediately after her passing, I took it as a sign that, you know, my mom's still here and I, I do believe that there's still energy uh, available and around that can be manipulated. So there were several things like I have cats that have adopted me and they would be looking up at the ceiling and meowing at nothing for a few weeks after, you know, always in the same spot. So, and, and they've never done it again since then. So, you know, oh, giving me kills. <laughs> <laughs> so I've taken all of that as signs that my mom was still trying to communicate with me. And, you know, I don't care if people believe it or not. That's, it makes me feel good. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess it really doesn't matter if other people believe it. I do. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, my brother doesn't believe it, although he did. He has told me he's confessed to seeing his uncle, who is his favorite uncle, in the corner, you know, after he passed. Mm -hmm. So he confessed. He knows that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess maybe people think they don't want to be labeled as kooks or something, but I, I personally, I, I think it's a, I think you have to be an open person and have your heart open and your mind open and your energy open and everything needs to be open and available so that you can receive that kind of gift. So to me, it's a blessing. Yeah, to me too. Um, there were lots of times things, little things happen. Like I had, had this pantry in our old house. And my grandkids had a orange balloon that they were arguing over. So I put the balloon around the corner in the pantry where the kids couldn't reach it. And there's no way that balloon could have popped out on its own. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> several weeks later, I went to, to the pantry to get something out and this balloon popped out <laughs> Hello. <laughs> from around the corner. <laughs> Right in my face. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I love so that it. was my dad way before I ever found him. That was him trying to say, hey, I'm here. Pop. That's right. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> oh, I love this, Carol. It's all so good. So let's talk a little bit about the, the book publishing process. How did you find that? How has it changed since you first published your book? Oh, gosh, that was such a big thing. I, I went through more than I expected, I tell you. <laughs> um, started off with CreateSpace. And CreateSpace is a great thing that I don't know if it's, if you still, I don't use it anymore. So I have gone, moved on. But in the beginning, it, that showed me how to publish a book. You have to format it, <laughs> format your book in all kinds of formats. Um, it's such a process. Yeah. After Create Space, I had gained the knowledge of how to publish or how to format all my different you know, ebooks, even audiobooks, trying to make it so that I didn't, I owned the book completely myself. Mm -hmm. I had to go get the ISBN numbers myself. Right. They have their website shows you how to do that. So, I learned how to do that, and it costs quite a bit of money, but it's worth it because the netbook is completely yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, many people don't realize that when they post when they uh, 
publish on Amazon, Amazon gives you the ISBN number. Well, that's not your book anymore. So I think it's Bowker, B-O-W-K-E-R, where you where you go to purchase your that's ISBN. It, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yep, and that yeah. way, that and way it, you own it. If you do it that way, and it's quite a, like I said, it's quite a bit of money mm-hmm. to do that, but. It's well worth it because then the book is completely yours. I do have some books still on Amazon that don't have, they have an Amazon ISBN number. Mm-hmm. I would suggest to have your own ISBN number as well. So we've kind of danced around all of your books and your topics. What's next? What are you working on now? I'm working on combining uh, September's Child um relinquished journey to my past all those about me books i'm combining them into one book the the nighty man's daughter oh i like that idea (laughs) that's dad again he's in my head (laughs) he wants it all in one story so i'm that's what i'm working on i'm working on putting it all in one book with the september's child relinquished, journey to my past, the whole complete story. I know a lot more now than I knew with September's Child. So with the help of my sister with relinquished. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm I'm working on. Also working on um, bound spirit, not spirit bond, but bound spirit. And that would be Alice. That would be the book about Alice and how she can't move on okay. or how she couldn't move on because I couldn't forgive her. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's an important book, too. Yeah. So I am working on those two. I think one's going to be a lot more fun than the other one. <laughs> well, the Alice book might be extremely cathartic for you. You might really gain a lot of power by by working through that. I think so. I hope so. I've been working on stripping her, you know, of me. Mm-hmm. But she has kind of this this hold over my brain uh, when I do things um, that whether I know she likes it or not, I have to stop. So I got rid of, she gave me dishes. Part of her thing when my dad died was I got a set of dishes. Mm -hmm. Well, I gave those away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't need that energy. (laughs) Yeah, I got rid of her pictures. I got rid of everything that had anything to do with her. So she... But that's all going to be part of her letting go of her. So, yeah. Yeah, I like what you said that, you know, she can't move on. Is she still alive? No, she's she passed in 95. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's interesting for you to say that you need to forgive her so that she could move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where she's going to move to, but she's going to move on somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's not your problem. You know, you could at least release her and re- hopefully release yourself in the process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there. I'd give you a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. So is there anything we missed that you wanted to bring up today? Oh, gosh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, we covered all my books, pretty much. Yeah. So where could folks go then to learn more about you, and where can they purchase your books? I do have a, a website, and it's drmyers.net and Amazon. I guess the best place to find my books is on my author page okay. on Amazon. So Amazon has Author Central. 
And if you look up the person's name, there you got it. All right. So D.R. Myers on Amazon. All right. It's D.R. Myers is spelled M-E-Y-E-R-S. D.R. Myers at Amazon or drmyers.net. Well, my friend Carol Staff, any final words before we say goodbye? Well, I would like to say that it was a pleasure being on your talk show. Hmm. I enjoyed it. It was great. And hopefully I'll be coming back. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you come back as well. Thank you for today. Thank you for being so honest and raw and real and sharing you. I think that is the most important message today that we can still be ourselves and put ourselves out there. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me.